Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Written for Palestine. On today's episode, I am joined with my friend Enes, who is also another business owner of the brand One World. And in today's episode, we will be talking about what it means to be a out-of-owned brand within a fast fashion world, as well as kind of give you a behind-the-scenes of what it's like to be a business owner within the out-of community, within the fashion world. So without further ado, here's my friend Enes. Hello, my name is Enes Abushamat, and I am a 21-year-old Palestinian, and I am the brand owner of One World. Okay, so now that you all kind of met Enes, we are going to be diving right into the questions because I'm on a time crunch today, and we got a zip. So, (laughs) the true life of a podcaster, honestly. So I just wanted to get a little behind the scenes with One World, pretty much about, I kind of want to know what started One World, why you started, how you started, and kind of like a little timeline of very first idea of One World all the way up until now. So One World originally started as a, as a concept, a drawing, an idea back in 2017 while I was still in high school. And... I originally dropped uh, two shirts that had salam on it, and which represents peace. And then after that, I had a lot going on, like with football, school, and sports, and all sorts of things. So I never had the time to really sit and focus on one world and give it the attention it needs. So after I graduated high school, that's when I really got back into creating designs and creating one world. Um, and the whole idea behind One World was to focus on uh, people who are oppressed besides um, ourselves as Palestinians. And I feel like as Palestinians, um, we tend to focus more on ourselves and sometimes we'll forget about everybody else who are also oppressed around the world. So the idea that's made, that's one of the major reasons of why One World really is why and why it's titled One World is to focus on everybody around the world and not just ourselves. So something I want to touch on a little bit is, well, first of all, we've all been there with the Salam shirt, honestly. I mean, honestly, who has not gone through the Salam phase? Um, Been there, done that, relaxing means peace. Um, Trying to erase that from my memory. And I think that's also another big thing of being a business owner is you are constantly trying to one-up yourself in the sense where you want the next thing that you put out to be better than the last until you get to the point where you look at a design that you have from like your beginning and you're just like what the heck was I thinking what was on my mind why did I who told me it was okay and who told me it was cute who bought it like I honestly if you've bought any of my first shirts and I'm sure you feel the same way if you bought one of the shirts from the beginning up until now you're a real one. I don't know why you lied to me, but the Salam shirt will never come back. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, a trend that I hope is dead. <laughs> but what I really did want to touch on was what it means to be a business owner, but it not be uh, what it means to be a business owner, but also have your whole other side of life. Like we have lives outside of business. It's not our full-time jobs. We have we have our jobs and we have school and we have friends and family and all these outside things that we focus on that we don't have all this time to just focus on 
the business part of it. Even though it is a big part of our lives, there's so many more factors and it's able to find the time. And I feel like that's something people don't know. Because when you start off a business, especially like a small business, you are every position there is. You are the head designer. You are the marketer. You are the social media. You are the customer service. You are the manufacturer too sometimes. And many, many more things that I cannot think of because my coffee from today is gone. So I think that's something that I want to touch on more is how you go from the idea in your head to making like conversing with um, manufacturers and um, printers into the shoots, into your posts, into your marketing. Like you are there every step of the way and you are every step of the way. How do you start off with your concepts and then flush them out until they become a drop. So <clears throat> I feel like you and I can uh, really relate on um, just like work and school and, and life where you and I are both um, one man bands where it's just us doing the designs, the drop, the social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, everything that comes along with it. And, um, and I feel like this is why these podcasts are so special and so amazing because this is where you truly get to know who we are behind the idea, behind the drawing, behind the sales, behind the posting and behind everything like that. So coming from coming from an idea to putting it on a shirt and then selling it, I think that's that's one of the hardest positions anybody can ask or do or, or whatever it may be because we all have ideas and we all have concepts that we all want to produce. And there's so many ideas and concepts that I've drawn and, and then looked at and hated and loved. And it's just a, a love and hate relationship that I have with my own drawings. And I think um, just balancing that out, I think where all that goes back to is the people that bought that Salam shirt, where it was the first people that said, you can do this and I support you. And I think that's one of the biggest foundations that you need in a clothing brand. I think having that support from your friends, your family, your loved ones is 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 a major thing in order to start a brand. So balancing all that out can be difficult and hard, especially when you're just one person uh, drawing designs and really, um, really like if you like the design or if you hate the design and it's just, it's, putting it all in together from photo shoots and and making a website. And I think that's that's the hard part about it is that you have to be self-motivated and you have to put the trust in yourself that this will sell, you know. And then that also goes behind a purpose and that's why we're here, why these clothing brands are here. And not just myself and Pali Apparel, but most of these brands, we all have a purpose behind why we do it and what motivates us. Me personally, what motivates me is being the voice for the voiceless and um, spreading the awareness for those who are not able to spread their own awareness. And I think that's where me and th these rest of these brands come in and, and try to spread that message for the people. And I wholeheartedly agree. It is honestly running a brand and having your life also is insane it is after hours for work you work overtime every single week 
you can be working full time and then invest another 40 plus hours into your business. And that's just the basis of it. It's not like we're not complaining or anything. It's just I hope people see behind each design how much work goes into it, how much meaning goes into everything. I hope my biggest, like my favorite compliment is when people say, that's dope. You put a lot of work into it and can tell there's a lot of work put into something. And with that, I think it also kind of goes into us supporting each other and not just different brands supporting each other and everything, but in the customers, it's us as humans, as as Palestinian people that are supporting each other, our community. We are supporting our community and by helping support these creatives. And I've talked about this in the last um, three episodes that the podcast has had is the importance of supporting Palestinian creatives, Arab creatives, Muslim creatives, because we are continuously silenced by mainstream media and big fashion brands and different high, high end, in a sense. Um, like now there are companies that are now starting to feature like Muslim models, but that was something that we had to work so hard for. Where it's now we are becoming the creators, we are becoming the fashion designers, we are becoming a part of the whole world. And by using our pieces to get our message across and by bringing this awareness to different, like for example, the Be The Change um, design you have. You have a light blue and white one for Somalia. I don't, me personally, I don't see a lot about Somalia in the news. So the fact that a brand is going to be bringing awareness through that or through the different Palestinian shirts that we both do or just in general, like different designs we've done, it's important because if no one's going to talk about our stories, we have to. And if no one is going to make our voices heard, we have to. And that's the whole point of the podcast is to highlight our voices and to hopefully reach people who don't hear them as often. But pretty much with a brand, you are the face of it. You are what represents it, and what you are goes into the brand. And I feel like once people get to know the person behind the brand, and that's kind of the goal of today's episode, is for people to get to know the person behind One World. And that is what brings so much humanity to these brands. We are not... I'm not going to name off big clothing brands because I don't want to get sued by <laughs> high fashion. Um, but you guys all kind of know what I'm talking about, red bottoms and all that fun stuff. Um, we don't have that exposure and we don't have that following in a sense where these causes that we want to highlight aren't going to. And we don't get to know the people behind these high brands. And we don't know, like, but there's something special about going to events and going to just doing Instagram lives and people getting to actually know the person behind the brand. And I just, it's even the simplest thing is like, Oh, your favorite color. Oh, what you do for work or what you go to school for. Like, I don't think either of us are in school for fashion design or anything like that. We have our, we have goals for business, but we also have goals for life Mm -hmm. in a different, like a different part of our lives. And I feel like once people see that part of you, they really do see the 
hard work, the the heart, and everything that goes into being a brand owner. But I think, not I think, I know, because we do this firsthand, <laughs> um, being a business owner is the most rewarding thing, I, me personally, I can speak on, I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And even you've talked about how much reward you have from, especially that be the change video you did. Mm-hmm. And having the acknowledgement and love from people is so important and having your loyal your community of loyal customers and shoppers that you become so close with you become friends with right and people that are listening to this podcast you know exactly who you are you have my phone number and we met through i met them through pally apparel and i met like legit me and Ennis actually met through pally apparel in one world and then when i got to know him behind the brand found out we went to the same school mm-hmm. um lived less than 40 minutes from each other and yeah, so I found out who he was behind the brand, and now I'm sitting in his apartment interviewing him for this podcast. So, I mean, don't touch strangers online, but sometimes. sometimes it works. So, that's kind of like the message behind this whole episode is the power and heart of being a business owner. And how within our communities, we need to support each other. We need to the simplest of wearing someone else's brand or liking a picture, sharing a picture, liking, commenting, all that fun stuff helps a lot. But the last thing I want to talk about though is, but to go back onto it with each design and even though we do have the support of our community and our loyal customers, friends, families, etc., there comes this other part of the brand that people don't see. And that is the doubt, the hatred for designs after you judge it too harsh because you are your biggest critic, as well as the stress and exhaustion that comes from it that people don't see. Because when you go to events and when you are posting on social media, you're not going to be talking about the struggle of it all and how hard it is to get out there. So I... I've talked about this before on my Instagram live, so I'm not going to ramble on my podcast again about it. <laughs> but I kind of want to hear from you about that and how, because I know you, we talk about this all the time. You are your biggest critic. You'll send, he'll, guys, he will send me a dope design and I'll be like, holy something. <laughs> that is so damn cool. And he'll like say, he'll like, like it. But then like two days later, he'll be like, I hate the design. <laughs> I like, I need to change it. So I kind of want to go into that and how you've struggled with it, but also put out some dope things that, I mean, I would be, like, you're proud of, like, they're cool as hell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of want to go into that, like, because I keep rambling. <laughs> <laughs> so with the whole idea, uh, I go back to the hate and love relationship of uh, designing. And um, so when it comes to designing, I'll, uh, like, be my, be the change hoodies. They're so simple, so easy. It's like I slapped this logo on a hoodie and just went with it. But like the whole idea of the Be The Change um, hoodies, it was, I went through so many concepts, so many ideas of what can I make that will have a big impact on everybody and will influence everybody and inspire um, a lot of people to to be the change. So as I was going through that, um, 
the design, like I came up with so many designs and I'm like, oh, I hate it, but I love it, but I hate it, I love it. And I'll sit there for hours and end and just looking at this one design and just judge it completely from top to bottom. So eventually you do come up, do come up with a design that you want. And then it's like, okay, what's the next step after you do that design? So then you have a photo shoot, you have marketing, you have Instagram. And I think that's, that is, that it within itself is very stressful because you want to get everything right. You want to make everything as perfect as perfect can be. And we talk all the time about how we love small details and small details matter. And it's like all of our designs both have small details in it that me and you see and then people will eventually catch on like oh my god this was here for the whole time you know so usually when I design I'll make a design and then for be the change I did a I did a video about what does it mean to be the change and that I think me personally I think photo shoots are my favorite part of everything about um just being the like a brand owner because you get to experience these photo shoots and you get to experience people wearing your uh, clothing and, and telling you how nice and dope it is and and them sharing their thoughts about it. And then while doing the photo shoot, it's just always a nice vibe, always a good time. And you kind of sit back and you look at you know, you look at the photo shoot and you're just like, oh my God, like I'm finally at this step, right? And then you have the step of the release date where you're like a lot of self-doubt. I'm not going to sell, I'm not going to sell, I'm not going to sell. People won't buy this, it looks stupid, you know? So usually what I'll do when it comes to, to releasing something, usually I'll post it on my website and release it and then turn off all notifications, my phone, and and um, just turn off everything and then just either go for a drive where I get to finally be like, okay, I am done with this project, you know? Or just go to the pier and sit next to the water and just relax and know that I have done everything that I can to make this perfect and it's finally done. It's kind of that, like that, like that uh, scene from, from Thanos where, where, um, where he snaps his finger and then he goes to the garden and he sits in the garden and he's at one because he's like, okay, I've completed it, you know? And that's kind of the relief that we get from, from these projects. And when you finish the project, it's like, okay, we're, we're done with this project. And then every project that we do drop, we think this is my biggest project. This is my biggest project. And then boom, it's another project that you're working on that's gonna be bigger. So it comes with a lot of self-doubt. It comes with a lot of criticism from yourself. And I think that represents what it means to be a brand owner in itself. Yeah, he said it much better than I would have. I would have been like, yeah, I've had a few me mental breakdowns. I've gone ghost a few times. And I think my friends think I'm a little insane because I drop something. I'm like, oh, what's next? <laughs> but guys, that is actually a good note I want to end on because even though everything seems all peachy and happy and everything behind a brand, we also do have those moments where you struggle a little bit, but also in the end you do find the happiness of what it is to be a business owner. And with that, guys, I just want to wrap up this episode saying thank you for supporting your local Palestinian, Arab-owned, Muslim-owned brands. Continue to do so. Continue to support creatives within our community. So thank you for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Peace out. Yeah.